Welcome to the Engrafted Word from the Lighthouse Chapel International, Line of Judah Cathedral, Cape Coast, with Bishop Jake Godwill. This rich teaching will bring encouragement, hope, light into every darkness, healing, deliverance, and salvation to the longing soul. Join Bishop Jake Godwill as he ministers the Engrafted Word of God, which is able to save the soul. Deuteronomy chapter 2 and verse 24. Yesterday, yesternight, we took up with that scripture, which is signaling what God is doing in this conference, this Art of Leadership Conference 2016. Hallelujah. God said to them, rise ye up, take your journey. Amen. Rise ye up. Rise ye up. Rise ye up. And I said that ministry is about rising up. Christianity is about rising up. We saw powerful examples in the Bible where Jesus spoke to sick people, impotent people, even a dead man. A dead man in a casket on the way to the cemetery he had only one commandment for the man. Young man, I say unto you, rise up. And the man arose. You will arise. I said you will arise. You will arise in the call of God. You will arise in the anointing of the Holy Spirit. You will arise in the power of God. You will arise in loyalty. You will arise in leadership. You will arise. I see you arising. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. You can't remain dead in this conference. Your ministry cannot remain dead at this conference. God brought you here for a purpose and for a reason. Say, I will arise. Rise ye up. Take your journey. There is a journey. There is a journey. You have your journey. I have my journey. I got my journey. You got your journey. And the earlier you embark on that journey, the better. Because on this journey, there are many, many things to learn. Many turns and twists. Many valleys and mountains. But I see you embarking on your journey. And you will arrive. You will arrive. Arise. Rise ye up. Take your journey and pass over the river Anon. Rivers, obstacles, things that prevent you from progressing, things that tell you you cannot continue, you cannot cross, you cannot get there, you can't build that church, you can't, you can't respond to that call, you can't become that type of man of God. That's a river. But God said, go over that river, pass over that river, pass over that river. You will pass over every river. You will pass over every river. In the name of Jesus. Moses crossed his river. And that one was not a simple river. Now see. Red one. <laughs> huh? I said red one. With a whole congregation behind him. 
and enemies pursuing him. I said they were what? They were pursuing him. So here is the sea. Here you are. And there are your enemies. You see, let me tell you something. We don't have a choice but to pass over the river. We don't have a choice. But to pass over that hurdle, that difficulty. Hmm? Look, church growth has barriers. How to cross over five members. How to cross over 10 members, 20 members, 30 members, 33 members. Yeah. I remember one, one of the churches I started somewhere. For when I looked at the date, I realized that for six weeks we had been 33, 33, 33. Six weeks of new people coming, old people not coming. You, you know how it is now. 33, 33. I said, No. There is a demon of 33. We have to overcome this devil. By the grace of God, we passed over that river longest time. You pass your river. You go over your river. In the name of Jesus. You may meet another river at 100. You may meet another river at 150, 200, 500. Between 500 and 1,000. My Lord. Amen. And from 1,000 onwards. But there are different kinds of rivers that you will meet as a leader, as an up-and-coming leader. Rivers of disloyalty. All kinds of rivers of lack of money. It's a river you must pass over. It's a river you have to cross. Lack of what? Lack of what? Yeah. But I see you passing over every river. In the name of Jesus. God brought you here to this conference. To empower you. To anoint you. To make you a river crossing anointed man of God. Give the Lord a shout of praise. Elijah crossed his river. Elisha crossed his river. Joshua crossed his river. Jesus crossed his rivers many times. On one occasion as he was crossing the river. The storm said, you cannot pass over. The storm said, you cannot pass over. The storm said, you cannot pass over. Jesus was having just a little rest. From tiredness of ministry. But he arose. I said he arose and rebuked the winds and he crossed his river. I see you crossing your river. Amen. Your amen is suffering from diarrhea. This is better. Put your hands together for the Lord. Amen. Cross the river Anon. Behold, I have given into thine hand Sihon the Amorite, king of Heshbon. And his land. And his land. And his land. The king and his land. Say the king and his land. Now what must you do? Begin to possess it. 
and contend with him in battle. Contend. Fight. And that's what Bishop Ampapo was talking about that. Look, ministry is a fight. If you are not prepared to fight, you are not prepared to win. If you are not prepared to fight, you are not prepared to see victories. But I see you encountering many victories. Many victories. Many victories. Hallelujah. David was a shepherd boy singing, playing his harp, singing nice songs, Psalm 23, singing nice things. But you see, the devil does not respect niceness. As he was singing to the sheep, he had a choir. David had a choir. The choir was made of sheep, goats. As he was singing and playing the harp, some of them were singing along. Hey! Before he realized a lion! A lion, instead of just enjoying the music, he had decided that one of David's choristers is going to be my lunch. David said, Mba, it will never happen. It will never happen. And he came for one of the small ones, not even the big one. The small ones. The child, the child, the child one. <laughs> the child. And the Bible said David went and took the lamp out of the mouth of the. I've, I've always been imagining how the whole thing was. The, the, the lion had picked the lamp. And David went and took the lamp out of his mouth. You see, I'm sure the lion was so surprised that in all his life he has never met a man. Normally, the people run away. But this one, he ran towards him and collected the lamb from his mouth. Put the lamb down. Struck the lamb. And then asked the lion, who sent you? Where's your mother? Where's your father? And he caught him by the beard and smote him. That was a guy who was coolly playing his harp. But when the but when the lion appeared, he didn't know that there was a greater lion inside David. You are welcome to the Lion of Judah Cathedral. Here we breed lions. I said we breed lions. You are the next lion God is sending forth in the name of Jesus. Are you here? Hallelujah. We shall take the lands. We shall take the kings. We shall take down kings. And collect their lands. For Jesus. For the kingdom. Hallelujah. The kingdom is about taking territory. Jesus said. And ye shall receive power after that the Holy Spirit has come upon you. 
And ye shall be witnesses unto me, both in Jerusalem, and in Judea, and in Samaria, and to the uttermost parts. Territory. Take territory. Take territory. You don't use lamb spirit to take territory. You use lion spirit to take territory. I see you rising to fight. To take the king and take his land. For the kingdom of God. Put your hands together for the Lord. Hallelujah. I want to introduce this book. The Art of Leadership. Which the conference is named after. This is one of the best books on leadership you can lay your hands on. Internationally, worldwide. Everywhere translated in so many languages all over the world. There's a very popular book in Russia. Russia. Translated into Russian and so many languages all over the world. And um, as I said earlier, um, there are many things that you, you wouldn't know that this is what you are getting into. When I got born again, I was just serving the Lord. And, you know, just in church, whatever comes up, we do it. But along the line, I discovered that I was getting into leadership without knowing it, without planning for it. You see yourself stepping into leadership. To build the people, five people, ten people, you are, you are a leader. You are influencing people. Amen. Everybody follows somebody. Everybody is influenced by somebody. Your hairstyle is not your original idea. Ladies, a lie or a no lie. Yeah. Sometimes you see some ladies, you realize that they were trying to copy somebody, but they didn't check the shape of their own head compared to the shape of the original head. But next style, not your own fear. I will do some. But when you did your sum, you discover that the shape of your face on you know one match papa you see the ladies are quiet so you you step into things you are not even aware of but God is building us into great leaders hallelujah and this is one of the great books on leadership that Bishop Dagiwood Mills has written, The Art of Leadership. This is another one. What it means to be as wise as a serpent. Ish. It's a dangerous book. When I say dangerous, not a dangerous that you should be afraid of. But it is an explosive book. And here is another. A good general. A go oh clap clap your hands clap your hands for this one a good general the signs of leadership the signs s c i n c e of leadership leadership is both an art and a science hey. all right now these these three books are not in the macarius but you need to get them you need to get your Macarius and you need to get these books as God is building you up to be a great leader. Begin your leadership journey and begin it early. Amen.
beginning, they begin it early. And um, I'll share with you later on uh, about some things. Amen. But now, in this book, the very first chapter, Bishop begins to speak about how everything depends on leadership. Everything in your life depends on leadership. Amen. Are you still here? The church depends on leadership. A good church leader, good church leadership will lead the church into something. Bad church leadership will also lead the church into something else or lead the church into nothing. Good church leadership will lead the church into evangelism, missionary work, church planting, church building, church, church, church. Say with me, church, church, church. And you will see progress, progress, progress. That's what God wants. That must be what God wants. Definitely. Amen. But without having great leadership, you will discover that. The church is not progressing. Other religions will overrun and outrun the kingdom of God. Other religions will just, and sin will just be on the increase. Rebels will have their failed day in the church. But with great leadership, you see that the church is able to move from Jerusalem to Samaria, to, to Judea, to Samaria, and to the uttermost parts of the earth. Put your hands together for the Lord. Now, God has brought us here to awaken some things in us. At this conference, to awaken some things in us. Amen. And to let you know that, you see, you are a leader without knowing that you are a leader. You are a leader without knowing that you are a leader. And the most... The, the, here's the good news. Here's the good news. Here's the good news. Here's the good news. You can be one of the best leaders. I said you can be one of the best leaders. Amen? Yeah. You see, um, many, many, many years ago, I discovered that, and I still believe it, that if God loves you, he will show you the areas where you lack. He will show you the areas in your life where you lack. Now, it is not to discourage you, but it is to show you what you must do, which vitamins you must take more. Yeah. But perhaps if God doesn't love you, you can, he can just leave you, you'll be there. And you'll be there in your pride. You'll be there in your dishonesty. You will never be able to assess and accept that, look, I lack in this area. I need more grace in this area. I need more help in this area. Years ago, God began to show me how much I lack in the area of leadership. And I embarked on a journey. 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 Everybody say journey. 
journey means it's not something that just from here to here. Here to here is not a journey. You are just taking a walk. Journey is a long one. A journey is a winding one. A journey is something you are not even sure what you are going to, what you are going to meet. But it takes determination. Are you here? Have you gone home? So, everything depends on leadership. The church depends on leadership. If your choir will sing well, it's leadership. If the choir will not sing well, it's leadership. Uh, the people that I have, all of them, their voices are like cockroaches and frogs. And actually, one of them sings like a mosquito. You have a powerful choir there. Frogs? And he said the other one is like what? Cockroach and mosquito. You, you have a powerful choir. If you stand up and galvanize the mosquitoric voices and the frogistic voices, you can have an orchestra. It depends on, depends on leadership. So a type of leadership will say, all these useless frogs and lead, useless cockroaches and useless uh, mosquitoes, away with you. No more, there's no, there's no choir. We can't. I don't have the type of people you have. Antina, I don't have any, you know, they are making But a type of leader, you take what you have. I said you take what you have and you build them. And you raise them up. God is raising you up. Hallelujah. Am I talking? As you see us here. Welcoming Bishop Christian Popo, Bishop Sam and ourselves. We have been raised. We have been, a lot of work has been done on us. And it's still being done. I, I am work in progress now. I am still in progress. A lot of work is still being done on me. Yes. Bishop Dagiwood Mills has invested a lot in us. When I say he has invested a lot, you, you, your, your mind must work correctly. A lot of time, energy, effort, teachings, knowledge, love, and hope, and faith, and entrusted us. We have made many mistakes and many errors. But like Bishop Christian Paul was teaching, love covers a multitude of sins, mistakes, errors. Do you see? And today, we are still climbing. I said we are still climbing. And trying to climb higher. Are you with me? Amen. So, a church depends on leadership. And good leadership will lead to great advancement of the church, the kingdom of God. I see great advancement happening in our lives, in our churches. You will advance where you are. You will advance where you are. You will overcome the rivers. You will cross over the rivers. In the name of Jesus. You will climb mountains and climb valleys. And conquer lands and take kings and take their lands. For Jesus. Your hands together and a shout of praise. Yeah. Every nation depends on its leadership. Nations and leaders. Nations and leaders. You have to travel around a bit 
to appreciate different kinds of leaders and different kinds of nations. In fact, one time I was so surprised because some, I was in one African country like that. I was so, we are miles apart from Ghana. When I got there, I said, ah, but when did these people meet our people to have a discussion that this is how, <laughs> this is how we must do our things? The same behavior somewhere. And when I talk, I mean, I'm not talking about nice, bolaristic, eh, hamistic, oh, yeah, Momboro. But Christ is our hope. And that's why Bishop has written a book like this that can help you to transform your leadership. You see, one day, I said one day. There was a young man, he went to the university, he was studying, I think, political science. Political science. So after one or two semesters of study, he came home, walking like that, and talked to his mommy. Mommy, mommy, I'm going to change the whole world with his fist in them. I'm going to change the whole world. I mean, he had learned a few philosophies, a few political science, you know, things here and there. I'm, go- I'm going to change the whole world. I'm, I'm going to change, I'm going to transform the whole world. The mother kept looking at him like that and said, start from your room. Start from your room. Because this, this guy, I mean, he was, he, was, he was a boy boy. He wears clothes. He doesn't wash. The underwears are piled up under his bed. Plates that he has eaten in, he has not washed them under his bed. You understand what I'm talking about? The whole place is in a mess. The mother has to come and sweep the room and clean up the place for him from time to time. And here he comes, waving his arm. Everybody wave your arm in the air and say, I'm going to change the whole world. What did the mother say? Start from your room. Start right there. Right there. So, you see, it is so easy for many of us to criticize government. It is so easy for many of us to criticize your leader but you are also a leader leading yourself leading your little environment wherever you are you are leading yourself lead yourself into good leadership I said lead yourself into good leadership for yourself and that is our number one that must be our number one aim that I will lead myself into good leadership I think we can all say it together. What do you think? Say, I will lead myself into good leadership. I will lead myself into good leadership, into prosperity, into blessing, into increase, into greatness. Hallelujah. Nations that suffer from bad leadership, Ibohunde, Impuntu, Impuntu. Do you understand Impuntu? Development, real development, new mm? backwardness, roads that are not developed, waters that don't flow, schools that don't work, mm? roads that are bad. You know it, and we know it. But now, I'm talking about you and me. 
What about the road in your room? Even if you have a room. <laughs> hey. Lack of buildings. Lack of things. So how can you lead yourself to have those things? And no, and no, and no, and no. And no, now you have to understand it. And operate by it. Hallelujah. So, nations without leadership, you will discover that things are not working. And people are leaving the country all the time. You know, Bishop visited um, Cape Coast Castle. This is our very castle, or either Cape Coast or Elmina. And then after they took them on a tour, he asked the tour guide that, let me ask you a question. If they bring the slave ship back, you remember the slave ship? The ship that came for the slaves? If they bring it back, do you think people will? Do you know what the man said? The man said, I will be the first person to enter that ship. I will be the first person to enter the ship. Slave ship has come. You don't need a visa. You don't need just just go. Surrender yourself as a slave. Yeah. So, why will people be running away from their own country? Is it that they don't like they don't like the country? They don't like the weather? Is that they don't like the kind of food we have? They're running away from something. They're running away from something. And often it is a kind of leadership. Many African countries that have suffered from wars. I remember I was in one African country. I became so sad. I said, what did they fight for? Many people have died here. And yet I don't see any improvement of the new leaders who have killed and taken over. I, I, I can't see it. Show me. Show me one new thing they have done. May God have mercy. But now we are not talking about them. We are talking about us. I said we are talking about who? Yeah. We are talking about me. We are talking about you. How we can build and lead ourselves into good leadership. Alright? Number three. The community depends on leadership. Community depends on leadership. Now. And then number four. The, every family also depends on leadership. Family. A type of father can lead the family into blessing, to prosperity, education, and what have you. A type of father too. You live, uh, you'll be walking in town and people will call you. The cocoa seller will call you. Your father owes me this amount. A petit seller will call you. Your father owes me this amount. Watch a seller will call you. The father will, uh, owes me this amount. Come and pay. I heard a story. A man went and he saw uh, a restaurant. A restaurant. They had written, say, eat for free. Your grandchildren will come and pay. When he saw it, he said, wow. Eat for free. My grandchildren will pay. <laughs> oh, yeah. He sat down. Bring the food. They brought the food. He ate. He ordered another one. He ate. When I say he ordered, you say he ate. He ordered another one. He ordered drinks. Hey, he didn't eat drinks. <laughs> hey, 
He ate and ate and drank and drank. When he finished, he was wiping his oily mouth. Then they brought him a bill. He said, what do you mean by this bill? Have you not seen what is written there? Then he said, the man said, yes. The waiter said, yes, I've seen it. Then he said, read it for, then he read it to the man. Eat for free. Your grandchildren will come and pay. Then the man said, sir, this is not your bill. I said, ah, if it's not my bill, why do you say it is your grandparents' bill? <laughs> your grandparents' bill. Yeah. Your grandparents came to eat here and they left a bill that you come and pay. What a shock. Yeah. So, a kind of a family, you discover that Ibutia Kaudama, but another kind of leadership in the family can maneuver. Say, maneuver. May you maneuver through the grace of God to lead your family into blessing and to prosperity. Amen. Wow. And the fifth one, the continent depends on leadership. Continents. African continents, other continents. Now, you see, in the book of Ezekiel, God was angry and wanted, sorry, Isaiah chapter 3, Isaiah chapter 3, verse 1. God wanted to punish these people. And look at the kind of punishment he decided to release. A strange punishment. Isaiah chapter 3, from verse 1, quickly. For behold, the Lord, the Lord of hosts, doth take away from Jerusalem and from Judah the stay and the staff, the whole stay of bread and the whole stay of water. God said, I'm removing from Jerusalem bread, food, water. I'm removing it. I'm taking away everything. How was he taking all that away? Look at the next verse. The mighty man, the man of war, the judge, the prophet, the prudent man, and the ancient. Go on. The captain of 50, the honorable man, the counselor, the cunning artificer, the eloquent orator. Yeah. And I will give children to be their princes and babes shall rule over them. God said, I am taking away every kind of a good leader. I'm just removing them. Remove, remove, remove. And when these people are removed then I'm going to give a type of leadership. Say a type. Say a type of leadership. A type of leadership that is comparable to the, the leadership of children. Babes. Children. Can you imagine your little child at home is your, is your leader? Little child wearing pampas and walking around. Eating toffee and whatever. He's the one now coming to lead you. Hey. It's a case. Next one. And the people, what will be the result of this bogus type of leader? He said, and the people shall be oppressed. Everyone by another. And everyone by his neighbor. A child shall behave himself proudly against the ancient. And the base against the honorable. Mercy. Next verse. Ah, when a man shall take hold of his brother and of his father, saying, Thou hast clothing, be our ruler. 
and let this ruin be under thy hand. Verse 7. And in that day he shall swear, saying, I will not be a healer. For in my house there is neither bread nor clothing. Make me not a ruler of the people. Go to verse 12. Verse 12. As for my people, children are their oppressors and women rule over them. Oh, my people. Everybody say, oh, my people. Say, oh, my people. They which lead thee cause thee to err and destroy the way of thy path. So, they which lead you. This is, this is one of the, this is one of the, one of the, one of the most important things you have to understand. They that lead you can either cause you to err, cause you to make mistakes, cause you to go down, or they can cause you to do well. They that lead you. They that lead you. Oh, my people! They which lead thee, cause thee to err. Amen. So, you and I, as shepherds, as pastors, as would-be pastors, our type of leadership can cause our followers to err, to go the wrong way, or we can cause them to rise. May we cause our followers to rise. Amen. Say an amen properly. Hallelujah. Is your heart being tintillated for more leadership? See, everything depends on leadership. See, everything depends on my leadership. Amen. Now, let me conclude by saying, decide to become one of the few good leaders in the world. Chapter 2. Decide that you are going to become a good leader. Decide that you are going to become a good leader. Decide that you are going to become one of the few good leaders. Say amen with me. Say, I will become one of the few good leaders in the world. Alright? Now, leadership is like anything. You see, just like you can have, um, you have good wives and you have bad wives. You have good husbands and very, very bad husbands. Mm? If you have a bad wife, for example, she will not cook. Either she doesn't know how to cook or she will not cook. Do you see? If you're a husband, you come home late. She doesn't care. She's asleep. Fend for yourself. Go and it's like Charlie, each man for himself. God for us all. Go and fend for yourself. Go and find your gari, find your sugar. Whatever you do, just do for yourself. I'm there. I don't care. That's a bad wife. That's a wicked wife. Why is the place quiet? Am I talking about, am, am I dialing somebody's number in this house? So, but you can decide to be a good wife. Amen. You can have bad husbands. Irresponsible husbands. Husbands who don't care. But you'll be a good husband. You'll be a good wife. 
in the name of Jesus. So can we also have bad leaders and good leaders. If you are going to be a leader, decide to be a good one. Amen? If you are going to be a pastor, decide to be a good pastor. If you are going to be a minister, decide to be a good minister. First Timothy chapter 4 verse 6. First Timothy chapter 4 verse 6. Paul instructed Timothy. And he said, If you put the brethren in remembrance of these things, thou shalt be a good minister of Jesus Christ. So there is what to do to be a good minister. There is what to do to become a good leader. And you are learning and we are learning what to do to be good and great ministers. Shout hallelujah. So quickly, you see, there are reasons why people don't like to become leaders. People don't want to become, you know, even in the church. Hmm? The church. When you want people to become shepherds. People to take care of sheep. Hmm? You meet resistance and willingness. You see, people don't want to. Many people don't want to. You are not alone. In the Bible, many of the people God called. When God called Moses, he started giving 17 reasons why it cannot be me. Yeah. Almost everybody God called, it's not me. It's not me. I'm not qualified. I'm the least. I'm this and that and that. So, there are a lot of people who are in that category. And, and I used to be like that. Look, I am, I'm a very quiet person. Naturally speaking. And um, Bishop Sam says I'm like him. <laughs> you know? And um, I, 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 I like my, my little space. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. If, if, if I had my personal choice, I prefer to be in my little corner, minding my own business. But when I came to Christ, and as I've grown in the Lord, I've discovered that no. You cannot be that selfish. And I cannot be that selfish. Amen. So, there are reasons why people don't want to rise into leadership. And we need to overcome these reasons. So, number one. You need to overcome the ignorance about your calling to leadership. So, one of the first reasons that people don't know... That they are supposed to be leaders. People don't even know that they have the grace to be leaders. Many people don't know because nobody has told them. Nobody has told them that you you have what it takes to lead. You can lead. You can do it. You can do it. You can do it. Hallelujah. So pastors and leaders, we need to encourage a lot of our people that you can. You can. Say I can. Amen. Matthew 20 verse 16. The last shall be the first. The first shall be the last. For many are called, but few are chosen. So many are called. Few are chosen because few know that they are called to be leaders. And few pay the price to become leaders. From today, you know. You know. And I'm telling you, God is calling you to be one of the great leaders. God is choosing you to be one of the great leaders. God is building you to be one of the great leaders. God is equipping you to be one of the great leaders. You are going to be one of the great leaders. You are going to be one of the great leaders. You are going to become one of the great church leaders. Yeah. Hallelujah. Number two. Number two thing to overcome. 
Overcome accusations that stop you from becoming a leader. Overcome the accusations that stop you from becoming a leader. Overcome the accusations that stop you from becoming a leader. You see, when somebody decides to even do something, sometimes people start saying, oh, you're too known. You feel the things you know, you are too known. Tell the guy they rush, they rush too much. They rush. <laughs> eh? How many have heard? How many have heard it before? In the rush, or they don't say this. They don't use these words these days. They rush, John. Do you see? And because of all these accusations, Charlie, look, man, me pia me some. Eh? Let me sit my somewhere and relax. Do you see? So, because of all these accusations, people decide to just stay put. Hmm. Now look at Luke chapter 14, verse 27. And whoever does not bear his cross and come after me cannot be my disciple. So there's, there's a price to pay. People may laugh at you. People may call you names. But hey, we don't have a choice. We have to do it. Amen. Shout amen. amen. Number three, overcome the fear of disgrace. The fear of of disgrace. Yeah. Many people have suffered um, and have been rewarded in an evil way for trying to be leaders. You know, even political leaders who have been heads of states who have suffered executions, who have been killed of trying to be leaders. Different um, forms of disgrace that has come to people all these things prevent people from just sitting, sitting there somewhere. Pastors who have been disgraced. Pastors who have been pushed out of their churches. Pastors who have been, some, some pastors have labored all their lives or members. Only for them to just walk on them and just dump the pastor somewhere. Many pastors have been accused and lambasted sometimes over something like a car or over a shoe. A shoe that the pastor's wife was wearing. That generates confusion in the whole church. And the members forget. They, those who forget. They forget all the fastings and the prayer the pastor has labored on them. You see the example Bishop Big Daddy was giving. That he told somebody. That for what I have done for you. You can't behave in this way. But he behaved exactly that way. Hey. So some people look at all these things. That they, what do they say? I don't want problems. Let me sit here. Yeah. But you're overcoming that. Shame and disgrace is part of our job. Shame, disgrace. You know. Every pastor. Look. There are two types of members in your church. Some love you. They praise you. They say nice things about you. Some also. Every Sunday. They are more than surgeons they have knives they cut open your stomach bring out your intestines your large intestines your colon they're examining hey dissecting you nigeria will say they will pieces you they will pieces you one day i heard that a particular family 
hate the things that they are, they are dissecting me in the house. They are pissing me in the house. I said, glory be to God. I've joined the ranks. <laughs> Hallelujah. So overcome the disgrace. Amen. Hebrews chapter 12 verses 2 and 3. Looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. Who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is now set down at the right hand of the throne of God. Consider him who endured the, this contra- set contradiction of sinners against himself, lest ye be wearied and faint in your minds. Amen. Number four, we need to overcome, you need to overcome your inferiority complex inferiority complex. Every one of us, there are some areas in our life that you are not so proud about. You have some lacks and some inabilities and, you know, do you understand what I'm talking about? Yeah, you look at your friend, this stuff is so fast, so he's able to do this and this and this and this. But you, it's like, you know, you don't have the grace for that, the grace for that. So when you look at others, then you feel that I can't do anything. All these people are so great and they are so good. What can I have to offer? So, then you don't amount to anything. I see you rising into something. I see you rising into greatness. In the name of Jesus. Yeah. So, we need to overcome every inferiority complex. The disciples, the apostles that Christ used. They had a whole lot of problems. Some denied him. Some went to sell him for 30 pieces of silver. Peter, when he was asked by little girls, he said, who? He said, who? I know who. G, G what? No, I, I, don't, I don't know. I've never heard that name before. I, I don't know him. Well, I, I don't know him. Three times. Others were debating who would be greatest. Others went to bring their mother. Come and talk to Jesus. The woman came. I have two, two of your disciples. They are my children. I want one to be on your left. The other one to be on your right. The other disciple, I don't care. Whether they will be behind you or under you, I don't care. My own children, one to your left, one to your right. These were the kinds of people that Jesus was raising. But look at how great they became. You become great. First Samuel 16, verse 7. For the Lord seeth not as man seeth. For man looketh on the outward appearance, but God looketh on the heart. God is looking at your heart. And he can see that you have a good heart. And number five, the last but not the least, overcome selfishness. Selfishness. Selfishness will tell you that once I'm okay, it means everything is all right. Once it is okay with me and my family, it means everything is okay. There is no need to do anything else. Now, the kind of leadership that we are talking about is not leadership for making gains, but it's leadership for the sake of others. You see, missionaries who came to die here on the source of Africa, they didn't come for themselves. They came because of you and because of me. Hallelujah. 
They came because of you and because of me. Else today, in Chabana, Yaboshro, Yaboshro, white here, white there, with a white cloth, with a bodhiya in our hands, and we'll be dancing eh, and making some concoctions. We'll be cutting, we'll put, we'll put a feather and a leaf in our mouth, and we'll open our eyes like that with a bodhiya. Everybody say bodhiya. And we'll make marks on our faces and on our bodies with leaves all around us. And we'll be jumping around some idols and some gods and things like that. Yes. If somebody had not taken it up. Amen. Why are you selfish? Why are you selfish? Some of you here, you can be great shepherds. You can be great shepherds looking after sheep. Some of you can be great pastors. That's why you can criticize your pastor. Because you, you know too much. But you do so little. So you sit down. When, when your pastor is teaching or doing the... Eh, 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 this one, you should have used the other scripture. This scripture he used is not appropriate for what he's saying. He should have used... Even even he should have used the example he used two weeks ago. That example is more appropriate for what he's preaching than the one he used the story for. I mean, all these pastors that are, I don't know who is training them. I don't know who is training them. Uh, is the person here? Are you here? Who, who said that? Who said that? Are you here? In which direction? I hear he's on this. The, the person is here. He didn't come. Ah. Clap your hands and say, Away. 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 Look. Moses said, I would. I wish that all these people were prophets. I wish all this congregation were prophets. So that they can share in the burden of leading the people. Yeah. God is wishing and willing that many of us will rise up to become great Christian leaders. So that we can do the work of God. Build churches. Become missionaries. Become pastors. Lead the sheep. Lead God's flock. Lead them into spirituality. Lead them into prayer. Lead them into Bible study. Lead them into evangelism. Lead them to understanding the things of God. Lead them away from sin and away from worldliness. Into godliness. To lead God's people. I would. And I wish that all the congregation were prophets. God is lifting you up. Stand to your feet, everybody. Father, we thank you. We give you praise. Bless us, O Lord. Anoint us, O Lord. Refresh us, O Lord. Renew our strength, O Lord. Empower us, O Lord. In the name of Jesus Christ, our Savior, we pray. And everybody shouted, Amen. Shout another loud, Amen. Hallelujah. God bless you. You may be seated. We believe you have been greatly blessed through this message. For prayer, counseling, or meeting with Bishop Jake, please call or text plus 233-263-090-000. That's plus 233-263-090-000. Till we come your way again, remain blessed.